0: more morning anytime this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast time for the two early for a question question Mackenzie Porter she's coming the River Cree
1: September 1st we got tickets 780-421-1039 is the phone number gotta answer this question all right? nearly 15% of men think they can beat this animal in a fight what is it Preston you know the answer now without giving away the
0: answer do you think I could take this animal no I also agree (laughs) I don't think I could take this animal. You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Too early for a
1: question, question. Mackenzie Porter. She's coming to town here September 1st. Right away. River Creek. We got tickets to win. You answer this question, though. Nearly 15% of men think they can beat this animal in a fight. What is this animal? Good morning, Kissin. Who's this? Craig. Greg, okay, take a shot at it. Nearly 50% of people, or men I should say, think they could beat this animal in a fight. What is it? I'm gonna guess a dog. Are you okay, I think it depends on the dog. You know, True. we talking German Shepherd, Pitbull, some sort of big Mastiff, I don't think I'm gonna win. But if there's a Chihuahua, I think I could take a Chihuahua. True. It's not dog, my friend. Call back quick, All right. okay? All right, everybody. Good morning, Kissin', who's this?
2: Hi, good morning, it's
1: Lori. Okay, what do you think the answer is? I'm going to go with a gorilla. There's no way any man could take a silverback gorilla. You never know. No chance. First off, it you rip your arms off like a celery stalk and throw it in the woods. No way. Do you know how strong they are? I it, agree, but
3: there's probably 15% that believe they can. Exactly.
1: It's not gorilla, but thank you for the guess.
0: Awesome. Thanks. you. Have a good day. 780-421-1039. What's the answer to that you're listening to the Kissin Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
1: for <laughs> <laughs> too early for a question, question. Kenzie Porter is going to the river. Free? You get tickets for that right now, but you gotta answer this question. Nearly 15% of men think they can beat this animal in a fight. What is this animal? Good morning, Kissin. Who's this? Craig again. Alright, Craig, take a second shot at it. I'm gonna go with a bear. Not a bear.
3: <laughs> Great guess, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, Presley had all these too. You're all in right, the. Yes, the, the all right, see you buddy. Good morning, kissing. Who's this? Steve, I'm calling. What your question? All right, Steve. What do you think it is? I'm a kangaroo. It's not a kangaroo. This we're okay. getting a little warmer. That's that's an animal. I think I could probably take. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Good luck, Steve. Good morning, kissing country. Who's this? Chris. Okay, Chris. Taking another shot at it. What do you figure? Are we talking the animal? Yeah. Uh, kangaroo. It's not a kangaroo. God, all right. Hey, no swearing. Yeah. Hey. Good morning, kiss the Country. Who's this? It's Sheldon. Sheldon, take a shot at it. Oh, nearly I'm to f- say a bear. It's not a bear. Okay. Okay, here Thanks. comes your hint, everybody. It's an aquatic okay. animal. It's aquatic animal? Well, yeah, but he can go on land, too.
3: So it's a mammal.
1: No, it's a reptile. A reptile? Yeah. Mm. Think about it. Call back. I will. Thanks. Good morning, Kiss the Country. Who's this? Hey, this is Jackson. Jackson, what's your guess? Crocodile. Hey, Woo! my man Jackson. Whoa. We got it. Crocodile. Jackson, you think you take a crocodile? I don't think I could take a crocodile, but 15% of people might. No chance. I don't think anybody can take a crocodile. It's the death roll that'll get you.
3: Well, I think they all watch Steve Irwin, and they're like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, we also got 15 guys on the back of that croc.
1: Oh am I? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Serpentine. <laughs> Get away from him. Alright, Jackson, yeah. you're
0: off to see Mackenzie Porter at the River Cream, my friend. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
4: <laughs>
0: hey,
1: quick update on the Donaire costume. It was bought by Primetime Donair. We mm-hmm. talked about that yesterday. It was all over the news. Yes. It sounds like Primetime Donaire wants to share the glory with camping with Steve. What? I guess they're gonna they might do a like a video. Where they raise some money for charity and the mascot costumes involved.
3: Is a Donair going camping?
1: One can hope, Presley. One can hope.
3: Oh my goodness.
1: I subscribe to camping with
0: Steve, so when I see that donaire costume in one of his videos, I'll let you know. okay? Please do. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast
1: <laughs>
0: Talk about something extremely serious right now.
1: Greece. Grease lightning. No, Aww. not the grease. Not Grease 1 or Grease 2, the musical. Aww. We're talking about bacon grease, ground beef fat, whatever it may be. I heard somebody on Facebook say, I was absolutely flabbergasted, that in all years of their life, and I think they were over 40, they have never once not poured their grease down the sink. That person... Every time they cook bacon, they just go, here you go, sink. Here's a little for you as a treat. And they pour their bacon grease down the sink.
3: You're not supposed to do that.
1: Thanks, Presley. I know. I've seen the commercials where the plumber guy comes out from Epcor and he says, don't do that. It'll plug up your your pipes. But the guy said he's been living in the same spot for so long. It's never been a problem. They come and shoot his lines and they're all clear and dandy. He's never going to do it. So people, it's a scam. It's a sucker's game. Why are you putting your grease in a jar or some tin foil, and throwing it out later? It's just a waste. So I asked the question. Is he the only one? Once in a while, okay, a little grease may escape me, and it goes down the sink. And the sink can have it as a little treat. That's it. The rest of the time, I'm pretty good. I put it in a jar. You keep it? What do you mean keep it? I just, like, don't put it. And then once the jar's full, I throw out the jar. Is that crazy? Uh, a little. What do you do?
3: Well, if I'm cooking bacon, I normally have, like, parchment paper, or tinfoil lining the pan, so I just let it cool off, and then once it's cool, I just wrap it up and toss it out.
1: Okay, smart. That's fine. What about your frying bacon?
3: I don't fry bacon. Why not? Because it tastes better in the oven. Do you do that with, like, your, your ground beef juices, too? or?
1: Oh, well, look at this text. I didn't know I couldn't go down the drain. From Saskatchewan. <laughs> That's the problem with all the pipes in Saskatchewan. They're all bugged up with bacon grease. What is happening with people? Okay, Pete, thank you for being the wise one. 780 421 1039. You can text anytime. I put my grease in a jar. Pete, you're one of the smart ones, bud. That's wild. Sabrina says, uh, Good morning. My ex boyfriend will put grease in a jar and use it for hunting. Sabrina. Okay. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Just don't pour it down the drain. I can't believe there's people that actually pour their grease down the drain. I can't believe you'd keep it in a jar. Why not? Like, are you reusing it? No, you're just, like, it's, it's a pain in the butt to deal with, the grease. So I don't want to sit and wait for the grease to, like, congeal for me to get rid of it when I'm frying bacon or I'm cooking ground beef, right? And there's a lot of leftover fat. So I, your- I will strain it into a jar.
3: What kind of beef are you eating that there's so much fat?
1: I use extra lean. But like lots of those jar people come in. Okay. See, pressing bacon is easier and less messy in the small bowl. And then you scrape it in the bin. Okay.
3: <laughs> but then and he also goes on to say, I don't know if Matt can afford parchment paper. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I can barely get loose leaf, let alone parchment. So I jar people store it. Store it. Don't pour it. Remember that.
3: Save it and cook with it later.
1: Some people do save their bacon grease to use it as like, uh, you know, a grease.
3: I know you can use it for hunting.
1: As that one person said, Kansas bacon grease is great for cooking. By the way, fat and huh. grease is flavor. I agree. Most of my sauces, I don't pour out the fat. Say I'm making a bolognese. <laughs> I won't get rid of the grease of the, the ground beef. But, like, if I find it too fatty and too oily, I mm-hmm. will get rid of some of it. Okay. All right? Man, lots of people oh, coming in here.
3: Here's a text. I had Epcor come and blast my lines at the house I just bought. $700 later. Don't put grease in your drains.
1: There you go. There you to, go. It's like your heart, man. You think you ingest that stuff? They're going to have to blast your lines. That's what a quadruple bypass is.
0: You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Holy cow. I know why the Mazinkowski is a busy place.
1: So many people cooking with their bacon grease after they're done. It's like, oh, yeah, we use it all the time. Cooking mousse or uh, we'll fry eggs in it. Somebody you can use this as a candle. Bacon candles. The little bits of bacon in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm.
3: Mm, yummy. <laughs>
1: so good.
3: Oh, what? This person says they rinse their beef.
1: That's not right.
3: Do you rinse your beef? Are you supposed to rinse
1: your no, beef? No, you're not. I don't think. It's always, like, it's a pain in the butt getting the fat out of your beef. Like, what do you do? You just put the beef in a strainer? You don't, don't want to rinse your beef. That takes I a little flavor paper out paper
3: towel in it.
1: What, you just dab?
3: Yeah, you pop some paper towel in there, you soak up all the juices, then you add your seasoning.
0: Okay. I'm not not on board with that. You're listening to the Kiss Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, quick draw time. We got Amanda and Ernesto
1: on the line. How's everybody feeling?
4: Great. Good.
1: All right. Confidence is high with our players. You're going to get a question. You blurt out your answer. First of three right answers takes home the prize, which is Tyler Hubbard tickets. He's playing Midway. All right?
5: Yep. Here we go. Ready.
1: Name something in your desk drawer that starts with the letter N. Mm. Nose bomb.
3: Nails. I don't know. A, a what bomb? A
5: nose I don't
1: know. bomb. I was
5: trying to make it start with an M
1: <laughs> <laughs> What did you say, Amanda? Nails. I'm gonna have to go with the nails, Ernesto. Yeah. He understands, Mr. <laughs> nose Bomb. All right, time to redeem yourself. Something sweet that starts with the M. M&Ms. Well, Ernesto, you're in a hole, bud. Yeah. I've seen comebacks though. Here we go. A board game that starts with the letter R. Uh, I don't know, roulette? Nope
3: No. Not a board game.
1: Uh, Ernesto used st- board games. R. What about one where you conquer countries?
3: Stop helping. Uh
1: Remy,
2: Remy's not a board game.
1: We're moving on. 100. Risk, guys. Risk. Next Risk. question. Something in your laundry room that starts with the letter D. Drawer detergent. Detergent. She said drawers. There are drawers in my laundry room. Yeah. So clean yeah. sweep, Ernesto. Uh, you got tomorrow to redeem yourself, Amanda. You're off to see Tyler Robert.
2: Wonderful. Thank you.
4: Congrats.
0: You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
4: <laughs> yeah that ain't right
1: That is weird what what that boy ain't right huh? this should go great we we're trying to get a hold of this fella and then he called literally with 10 seconds left in that song and what's going on guys what's what, what's happening what's happening what's going on we're going out of the phones ethan van vols our afternoon drive guy how you doing ethan What's up? What's up?
5: I'm just getting back from holidays, and I am, I'm still in bed, so thank you for waking me up. That's no problem.
1: Experience. No problem. Now, at Big Valley Jamboree, you learn a lot about people. Yep. And we spent a lot of time together, Ethan. <laughs> oh, no. This, this isn't yeah. that bad. <laughs> this isn't that bad. We came together, and we finally yeah. addressed the big four-gallon jug in the room. Yeah. You walk around this place and every other place you go with four gallons of water beside you at all times. Oh my goodness, thank
5: God this is what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you there's not too much to worry about. This man, <laughs> Ethan Van Valls, dropped the bombshell on everybody and said, Oh, yeah, I drink a couple of these four liter gallons uh, or four liter jugs of water every day. And I, you know, commend you for your hydration ability. That's great. And then I start thinking to myself, maybe. Eight liters of water is too much?
5: Okay, so hold on. Hold on. First off, it wasn't just a group of people. It was Carter Sheets, who is a legendary personality of Kissing Country. Sure. Right? Can we all agree with that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of drinking beers throughout the day, and I dropped the fact that I drink eight liters, and I try to, and I usually do, you know, Monday through Saturday, and he goes, hey... That's not healthy. And then he takes a sip of his beer. And so.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all you're not r- being healthy over here. We're there. ripping it to Ethan as we're, like, playing beer darts as I'm, like, a bunch of shotgun and other pilsner. are yeah. you're taking eight liters of water. Glug, 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 But, like, yeah. we just Google it, Presley. Mm-hmm. How much water should a adult male have in a day?
3: Well, I have a little bit of disappointing news for you, Matt, because Ethan might be right.
1: Well, not eight liters. Eight liters.
3: Well, not eight liters, but half of that. 15.5 cups or 3.7 liters of fluids 3. a day for 3.7.
1: So that's one of your milk jugs. Okay, I'll up it even. Because I know, Ethan, you like to hit the gym. No big deal. Look at you. La-di-da. And you maybe need another liter and a half on top of that. But eight liters a day. How much peeing do you need? <laughs> Well, here's the thing, man. Because it's not just, like,
5: straight water. Like, I, I, I put it in my protein shake and I put it in my pre-workout, and I put it in my post-workout. So basically what I'm saying is that I want everybody to know that I go to the gym like crazy. So, you know, that's that's the real reason why I picked <laughs> yeah. up the phone here this morning.
1: Yeah, just uh, let us know how much you bench, too, all right? Eight liters and <laughs> 225. I can't bench. I got to go to the bathroom halfway through all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that guy who pees himself on the bench. All right. Thank you, Ethan. Well, give this to the so, people. So you think that eight liters is too much? I think like that's too much water. Weird or what? Is Ethan drinking almost too much water? A
5: little bit. You know bit. what? Uh, uh, I will let the the kiss and listeners decide. Okay. If, if they think eight liters is too much, I will change everything about my life. How about
1: that? Yeah. Like stop. I never had to tell somebody to stop drinking water, but you might be the first.
3: <laughs> it might not be that healthy
0: for you. <laughs> well, thank you, Ethan. Okay. All right. What do you think? I'm figure? excited to see the results. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
4: <laughs>
0: Weird or what Wednesday? We're talking about Ethan Van Ball's, our
1: afternoon drive guy. We just talked to him. He carries around this four liter jug of water. I'm like, that's a lot of water. Should be enough for the day, right? 3.7 liters is the adult male, what they uh, allegedly need in a day. Mm-hmm. He drinks two of those. That's like eight liters. Plus the stuff you drink, like protein and whatnot. So he's, he's probably close to nine liters of water. Weird or what? Is that too much water?
3: Everybody is saying it is too much water. <laughs> yeah.
1: I bet everyone is online trying to find the answer for the water and trusting Dr. Google. But the answer is fluid. Fluid is the key word. Beer is fluid. So, Matt, you're being healthy by drinking all that beer. Good on you. That's an example I can side with.
3: I wouldn't call that healthy.
1: Uh, getting to more of the serious side 780 421 1039. You can text anytime you like. Too much water can cause your sodium levels to drop, also known as hypoatremia. Fluid overload can also be hard on your kidneys as they can't get rid of the excess water. Ethan, I hope you're listening. Also, yes, a woman recently died from water poisoning from drinking too much water. Google it. Don't drink a lot of water in succession. Say, like, you're pounding four liters as fast as humanly possible. You can't have, like, like, reverse osmosis and it'll kill you. Cool. <laughs> yes. I
3: don't... I don't think what, First of all, why would you drink that much water, Ethan? It's not that healthy for you. You should have known this by now. You're I going it, to the bathroom very often, I'm assuming. Well,
1: you know, I've been up in my water intake, and I wouldn't say my bathroom stops have been that much higher.
3: Really? What? I would assume that they would get so much worse. I
1: think I'm just really... Because there dehydrated. is a
3: thing is too much peeing.
1: Yes, without a doubt.
0: Let's not get into how much you pee. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: i got new glasses presley what do you think
3: they suit your face very well
1: do they They do let me tell you it was a steal of a deal glasses are outrageously expensive in mm-hmm. store no matter where you go and i think like you're just gonna end up paying bare man a hundred bucks some places say they can keep it under hundred but with my prescription there was no way
3: in-store places, you can hardly find one under $100. Online, that's a little different story.
1: Uh, much like my DMs, so many people are saying, go order them online. There's so many places. I got Zenni glasses. Mm-hmm. They are so cheap. They broke so quick. Really? You do not have was, good luck with them? No, and I tested them because I got sunglasses from a reputable optometrist. Mm-hmm. And then they checked my Zenny glasses to see if it matched the prescription on my sunglasses. Oh. They were off by serious percentage so like the, the prescription was screwing up my eyes
3: see i used to always have zenny glasses mm-hmm. and i never had a problem with them like not breaking not the wrong prescription like i always had good luck with zenny well you're an
1: indoor cat Well, yeah <laughs> what do you do go sit on the couch get up curl go back on the couch
3: okay don't don't call me out like that you're,
1: you're true <laughs> yeah the But more to the point of the story is, I got these glasses, very excited, I get, they try them on, right, Mm -hmm. they fit them for you, which is wonderful.
3: Like behind your ears, or? Yeah, they're like, okay,
1: fits in your face, good, so, all right, off you go. And then she gives you the spiel. Says, make sure you don't wipe those glasses on your shirt. What? Yeah, like, it's not bad for the lenses, like, make sure you use a cloth and appropriate liquid when cleaning your glasses. And I thought to myself, lady, that's never going to happen. Is there anybody actually as a glasses owner doesn't use their shirt in a time of need? You look at you. You look you look like the type of person that doesn't wouldn't use their shirt to clean their glasses very often.
3: I maybe clean my glasses once a month.
1: That's why they're so filthy. They're not that bad. Okay, you know what? Maybe they are. <laughs> they're horrible. Like I look I look across from Chris when he wears his glasses to work and they're disgusting. And then he goes straight to his shirt. It's so bad for your glasses. You go on Amazon, you can buy yourself a package with the spritz spritz spray. Yep. And the wipes? And like that's all well and good. But like what do you do if you're camping and you forget that stuff? You're going to use your shirt.
3: Do you have special lenses in them? Like do they Yes, yeah, so I do. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I worked in the optical field for 10 years, says Danae. I don't use clinics because there's wood fibers in it, but I'm guilty of using my shirt. That's what I mean. I don't think there's a single person out there, and we're going to take a poll, 780 421 whether you're a sunglasses owner or a glasses owner that hasn't used their shirt at some point. I think it's near impossible to not use your shirt. I told the lady, I'm like, you can say that, and I'll be good for the first couple of months, but I'm going to use my shirt at some point. She said, I know, it's just a suggestion.
3: See, I've never had that spiel Come on. No, I got the glasses that I'm wearing now from an optometrist about a year ago and they never gave me that spiel. They just said, here you go.
0: Because they knew they knew you were the type to go straight to the shirt.
3: Well, I think they saw my old ones and realized, yeah, she doesn't clean them. No.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: talking glasses. Glasses talk has hit the kissing country firm here this morning. I got new glasses and the lady said, "Matt, don't use your shirt. Make sure you use that microfiber cloth that comes inside that glasses case when every time you clean those things." I just saw Presley take her glasses off and clean them on her sweater. It's
3: soft on the inside.
1: Yeah, These are so scratched. So many texts coming in. Good morning, guys. This is Diane. I've been an Optician for 29 years. I give the spiel to first-time wearers, and I assume they have already been wearing glasses, and they've had the spiel, and they know better. The reason we tell people not to use your shirt is that the lens are du- lenses are dust magnets. Your shirt, like any other substitute cloth, is just grinding that dust, and will scratch your lenses. Okay. They say, uh, to extend the life of your lenses, rinse your lenses under tap water. Then use an actual lens cloth. And you're supposed to wash your lens cloths regularly in laundry. Ah, come on. I have never, ever, ever washed a glasses cloth. It's too much work. Honestly, can't be bothered.
3: No, I've had glasses since I was in grade four. So what's that, like eight? I'm good.
1: Rachel, she's on the phone. We're going to get to her. Says she's never used her
0: shirt. We'll get to her reasons in a couple of songs. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: The lady at the store, when I got my brand new glasses, they look great, thank you very much, said, don't use your shirt. And I thought to myself, there's not a single soul out there that hasn't used their shirt. But we found one, and we talked to her right now. Rachel.
2: Okay, so I'm going to start by saying my prescription is not very bad. I'm about negative 1.5 in each eye, give or take. Okay. I absolutely refuse to use a shirt come on absolutely not absolutely not if i am with my dad and he's wearing one of those like super soft almost like microfiber shirts i will use his shirt but if i am by myself and i need to clean my glasses and i don't have a cloth because my prescription is not that bad And technically on my license, I don't need to wear my glasses. I will simply just take my glasses off because I will get streaks on my lenses that drive me insane. I would rather be partially blind Then have to deal with streaks on my glasses.
1: Couple of things here. First off, must be nice to just be able to take off your glasses. I look like bubbles. I can't just (laughs) take off these glasses. And also, second, you don't realize how dirty your old pair of glasses are until they put the new pair on. And it's like...
2: Absolutely. You're
1: like, holy cow, I was living in filth. I know. I know.
2: Also, for the most part, um, like, since COVID, I have been wearing my contacts... Um, because of the mask and I just didn't want to deal with the fogging so I'm very lucky to be able to wear contacts and not have to wear my glasses but when I am wearing my glasses there's no chance I'm cleaning them with my shirt
1: well you're one of the few but us nerds very few. we may have to go yeah. straight to the shirt
2: yeah absolutely and that's so fair
0: you're listening to the kiss and country Chris Jack and Matt podcast Don't
1: blow it for everyone. The most nerve wracking game on the radio. We got Jason, Tyler, and Karen on the line. Jason, you doing okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyler, you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Karen, how are you feeling? You're going to be the anchor. I'm good. All right. We begin. You get this question right, we move on. You get it wrong, you've blown it for everybody. Everybody, get your questions right. You're off to see Tim McGraw, John Party, and Keith Thurman at Country Thunder. No pressure. Nope. You got this. Remember my number one rule, no canoodling. Here we go. True or false, Big Valley Jamboree was this past weekend. Jason? False. Hey, there we go. False.
4: <laughs> yeah, because
1: it was the weekend before, right? Yeah. You <sighs> Almost, almost there, pal. Yeah, yeah. They skirted by that. Okay, on to our next question. Tyler, John Party, Tim McGraw, Keith Urban are all headletting the Country Thunder Show in Calgary. True or false? True. Okay. For the first time in a couple days, we've got to the anchor. Karen, how are we doing? I'm good. Okay, Karen your question. Karen, you got this. Did- we'll see. Karen, Tim McGraw's dad, Tug McGraw, played Major League Baseball. True or false? True. <laughs> no problem. She
3: was so oh quick God. with that there one. There we
1: go. Jason, Tyler, Karen, you're going to Country Thunder.
5: Thank you very much. Oh.